Welcome to Conversations with Ipswich School, the podcast where we speak with people in the school and those who've already left to find out what life is really like there. Now, today we're joining the Navy with Angus, who's connecting to the podcast from his work. And we also have his younger brother, Toby, currently in year 13 at Ipswich School. Saskia Jordan is about to quiz them both to understand more about how Angus made the transition from school life into the Navy, what inspired him to do this, but we also find out what Toby's planning to do when he leaves school and how the school is helping him with these life choices. But then, as always, we find out their favourite places to hang out at school, the best school dinners and what their most memorable school trips have been. So join Saskia Jordan now as she leaves us through this conversation with Angus and Toby. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Ipswich School, a podcast where we talk to an old Ipswichian and a current sixth former. So today we have Angus, who is an OI and he's currently in the Navy. Hello, Angus. Hello, pleasure to meet you. I am, well, currently coming at you from um, on base at the moment. Managed to finally find a quiet room, so uh, <laughs> pleasure, pleasure to talk to you today. Fantastic. Lovely to have you with us. And we've got your younger brother, Toby, with us, who's currently in year 13. Hello, Toby. Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Hello. And you are broadcasting from where? From my office at the moment. Um, Well, sorry, mine and Eva's office, the head girl and head boy. Excellent. So welcome to you both. So, Angus, let's start with you. So you're on base. What does that mean? So currently I'm on course. Uh, That basically means I am on land rather than at sea, unfortunately, uh, learning how to do my job. I entered the Navy as a uh, submariner, fast track. I do mechanical bits and pieces, so looking after the the solid bits of kit that we have on board rather than the electrical stuff. On board basically just means, base at least, uh, means that I'm just here day in, day out, apart from the weekends, learning, getting taught how to do bits and pieces to actually join and work effectively on on boat when I when I finally managed to join one. Brilliant. Well, thank you, for, thank you for joining us. And Toby, you've had a busy day. Yes, I have indeed. Well, we've the CCF at Ipswich School have currently been on field day today, so that's the Army and the RAF services, both off to Thetford Forest for the Zulu training area, performing section attacks. You know, going over any field practical stuff that we can now apply in the field. You know, with all that space that we can use instead of, you know, down at Westwood or something, which is another little outdoorsy area that we use. But yeah, it's been great, honestly. You know, well, you can't see me, but at the moment I'm all kind of green, brown and dark dark brown because of the cam cream and things like that. My hair's a complete mess, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's been been a good day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and did you say that you were working with the Year 11s? What were you doing with them? Yes, I specifically... I was with the Year 11s today doing some patrolling movement and hand signals revision, just keeping them up to date on that, how they can communicate in a field, not in a literal field, but, you know, on doing practical stuff. If, say, for example, if they're under heavy fire, they can communicate, or if they're trying to be quiet, you know, like we did on the stalk today, you know, communicating silently, which is great skill, you know, if you need to. Tell me a bit more about the stalk. Did it all go to plan? Most of it, yes, went very well. (laughs) Some of the Year 11s did very well. They managed to sneak up on us and, you know, overcome the enemies that the NCOs were playing as. But I think a lot of them struggled a bit at the start, but, you know, we spotted them quite obviously. (laughs) And it all all went very well, though. It all went very well. The weather was lovely as well, which, you know, 
God, thank God the, the heavens didn't open on us. So, yeah. so Angus, talk to me about when you left Ipswich School, what inspired you to go into the Navy? So, um, well, this is, a, this is a good story. This, the school offered us opportunities uh, whilst we were doing our GCSEs to do uh, workplace placements, basically, so that we could have a go and have a look at different industries and try out and see what we wanted to do. So I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do on this careers course that we did. Uh, so I went into the careers office and I said, what's the hardest course to get into? <laughs> and and I, I can't remember who it was at the time who was, who was running it, but they got the sheet out and they said, it would be this course. There's a company in the UK called um, BAE, which is the company that builds the submarines for the British military. And that happened to be the hardest course to get onto. <laughs> and I said, I'll, I'll go for that, please. They were like, you're, you're not going to get into this course. There's like 10 people they do a year. I'll, we'll have a look at other stuff as well, just in case you don't get in. <laughs> and lo and behold, I ended up getting onto this course. So I spent a few days walking around BAE, learning about what they do. And I got to go and see some of the submarines that they were working on. And to me, seeing the scale, the, the size and the, the complexity of the engineering and being able to understand what they did in the submarine service, it being a more well-rounded kind of engineering than just looking at specific industries or, or a specific branch within the military, because it had been a consideration to me before. In addition to that, I am an Arkwright scholar, so I got the opportunity to go with them to a leadership course just outside of London in which we visited a military base. I got to go and see some of the aircraft that they were working on and understand the engineering they were doing there. At that point I decided, right, university's not for me, what do I want to go and work on? Helicopters or submarines? And at the end of the day I decided that submarines offered me more variety and um, just more the kind of engineering that I was looking for. So that was, that was how I decided to uh, join the submarine service <laughs> but, and the Navy. But yeah, no, so it's, it, it's an interesting story and, and one that people always enjoy. And so, Toby, what's, what's made you think about applying for the Navy? Well, initially, it was CCF. You know, I joined the CCF's Combined Cadet Force at school when um, you're 10, hoping to get into the RAF. You don't get a choice. You just get selected and you get shoved in either one. Doesn't doesn't matter. And that just sparked my kind of enthusiasm for your very regimented kind of, re I say regime, but, you know, that kind of lifestyle. And it just ever since I felt like I wanted to go into that kind of career and alongside Angus, like having seen what he's gone through and all of that has just confirmed my kind of, I don't know, my my want to go into that kind of career, as well as the the military careers club that we run at Ipswich School, like that has just kind of added fuel to the fire of my kind of, you know, inspiration and, you know, the want to go into that, into the military. Um, and also the engineering, it's just, it offers so much and the um, the travel opportunities, it's just, for me, it's just a win-win-win, so... Yeah. yeah. So Angus, can we can we go back to your time at school? What do you remember? What were, what were the highlights for you? Well, the 
highlights of school. Um, well, of course, all of the trips that we did, countless, countless trips. I remember, as you were, you mentioned just before we started, the Year 8 trip to Cumbria, which was a particular favourite of mine. That was, that was excellent fun. I absolutely loved that, the walking, cycling. We did some archery in there. It was, it was fantastic. But I think, above all, my favourite trip was one that the physics department managed to set up, which was a trip to the States to go and watch the solar eclipse. Oh, wow. So we spent 10 days out there going to museums and exhibitions and stuff and eventually watching uh, the eclipse itself, which was an incredible experience that no one else that I know of has has been given that that kind of opportunity. It was incredible. Describe it it for me. So if you imagine how dark it gets in the middle of the night in winter. Okay pitch black, can't see anything whatsoever. Imagine that, but 30 seconds before it had been bright summer sun and 40 plus degrees, and then the sun disappears and it's black, and then it comes back again. It's a very peculiar experience to have. That is amazing. Um, so are you literally, do you feel like you are just standing in the middle of night? Yeah, it's it's completely pitch black when the, the moon, uh, sorry, the sun is fully eclipsed by the moon and it's, it's an experience that, that can't be replicated by anything else. I remember you showing me photos, Angus, of, um, of, the, of the eclipse that you had managed to take on your phone using a, um, a pair of solar eclipse glasses. Yes, so I had taken with me a telescopic lens for my phone Um, that I had set up in a tripod pointing at the sun with a... uh, you have to... to be able to look at the the sun and the eclipse itself you have to wear a a special pair of glasses that block out the majority of the light so I had some of that stuck between the phone and the lens and then I had to the front a pair of sunglasses taped to the the lens and then a cap over the top (laughs) uh, to to uh, to prevent the lens of my camera from burning out so I was taking the cap off, taking a photo and putting it back on again repeatedly <laughs> to try and get a photo of the eclipse. And I managed to capture a really, really nice picture of it. I mean, considering the equipment that I had that the physics department absolutely loved. Amazing. There you go. Um, but it was, it was one of the highlights of, of that trip was the, the photo that I actually managed to take of the eclipse. So... Have I heard this right? Did you put sunglasses on your phone? Yes, I did. I put two pairs <laughs> okay. of sunglasses on my phone. Two pairs of sunglasses on your phone, and that's, yes. that's the trick to the photo. <laughs> so you no. are definitely yeah. a, a born engineer, I think. I, I guess you can say that, absolutely. <laughs> Toby, tell me, what's the school done to kind of develop the interest that you've got in terms of moving on? Well, for me, personally, and my military career path that I chose... I, I didn't end up using the UCAS system that a lot of the other pupils in my year are using at the moment to go to university. But like I mentioned previously, the Military Careers Club, that has given me so much help and guidance with application processes, things I need to get ready with in terms of fitness tests. We've had guest speakers come in in person and on video, you know, just via you know Google Meets and um, stuff like that, video calls just giving you know personal experience and what to expect how to do it properly and 
there's the endless amount of options as well that they've gone over. So you can do university scholarships, you can go straight in, you can do officer training first and go as an officer. You can do UOTC, I think, is one called, um, which is part of the university thing. That's mainly come from Mr. Morgan, um, Mr. Ross and Mr. Rackham as well, because, you know, with their previous experience in the military, that's really helped so much, honestly. And yeah, that's that's the main yeah. thing that's helped me out and not not forgetting the CCF, you know. So was it the CCF that kind of got you excited about those potentials? Definitely. This is, is this is a few things that I, if, if I may, I missed yes. out on whilst I was at ah. school. We... There was there was never a um, a military careers club. That's that's something that's come about very recently, since I left. Something like that would have been a, an absolutely huge help for for me figuring out how I'm supposed to join and and what I needed to to get started. But the other thing is that there was no there was very little exposure. There was no kind of idea or concept that the military wasn't really a, an option that was there for us that was presented by the school very much. I had to really go out and find it which I think was a is a real shame but I'm, yeah. I'm really glad that that Toby and, and everybody else at school and the, the CCF especially are trying to um, kind of show people what a fantastic option it is. So I'm going to ask you now both of you what's the thing that you're most proud of and it could probably let's let's pick something you're most proud of at school. Yeah, there's I mean there's many 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 things that I'm personally proud of but uh, in terms of achievements, I'd probably say either the Art, the Artquite Scholarship, I think, is a big thing for me. But um, for those who don't know what the Artquite Scholarship is, it's a it's an external scholarship that is run by a company called Small Piece, which is looking out for young leaders in the engineering and STEM um, career path. So I am currently on this Artquite Scholarship. Um, you get a an allowance of uh, £300 per academic year to spend on STEM and engineering projects. So with my last allowance, I bought a 3D printer, which has been amazing. I've managed to 3D print myself a clone trooper helmet, also a, bu- a bunch of, <laughs> of other... Of course. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> a bunch of other DT prototypes and that kind of stuff, because it's perfect for that. But it's great. I'm also... Sp- you get a sponsor with your Arkwright scholarship, so I'm sponsored by the RAF, which is perfect for me you know they give me a lot of support as well good insight into that kind of leadership stuff as well if you want to go in as an officer in any military career like that's perfect so yeah um what about you angus to be honest i think i would probably go for the arkwright scholarship as well uh, i was never a particularly outstanding student at school i was i was more or less um average but one of the things that i really loved was that kind of thing, that problem solving and, and developing uh, designs and something to solve problems. So when the DT department gave me that opportunity for that scholarship, I was just, go on then, I'll, I'll give it a go. And there was, I'm, I'm quite a lucky guy really because I, I always hold myself in enough confidence that whatever I put my mind to, I'll achieve. Um, so throughout the, the the process of, of getting the scholarship I was told oh not everybody gets in uh, we'll have to see what you do but I I knew from the beginning that I'd get in and I, and I would have this scholarship but I remember doing the exams as Toby said with the solving problems where you had to design something 
unfortunately, it's it's a while ago. I couldn't tell you what I designed or what the problems <laughs> were, but I I remember in actually enjoying the exam. It's it's the only exam I've ever actually enjoyed, but I I just I had a bit of fun with it and, and came up with some designs. And Excellent. You don't have to be a particularly super academic person for this kind of thing. No. You just need to be minded in a way like a problem solving mind yeah very creative I think yeah creativity is a big one you've got to be able to look at a problem from different angles and attack it like vigorously Toby what about you what would you say to a new year seven coming into the school honestly I'd say a lot of things but I think <laughs> the first thing that I'd say would be don't be afraid to just do like what you think you should because my opinion I I missed out on a lot of things in when well in the lower part of the school so low and middle school just because I wasn't you know confident enough or brave enough to just go for it and I think I've seen this around from a lot of celebrities and they've said a lot but every opportunity you should be saying yes to do ne never turn down an opportunity that's that's the one thing and the and the fact that the school give you so many opportunities like you know I, I have I feel like I haven't missed out at all but there's still so much that I could have done that I feel like I you know would have enjoyed so I think that's great advice I'm really pleased because someone else has also said that but they also said that the school had the flexibility so that as your confidence grew you got the opportunities later on through the school. Is that right? Yes, that's definitely true. Yeah, as like if you've not done something, you definitely get more and more opportunities the the further through the school you go. So, uh, for instance, in year eight, uh, you go to Cumbria, and then but that's obviously optional. I highly recommend it if you do. It's amazing. And then later on in sixth form, you have Life Skills Week where you go to Mersey and you do a load of stuff like that. So it's, it's a repeat and certain opportunities, which is amazing. That's great. So go for it. Say yes. Say yes. Angus, what about you? So the most important piece of advice, and if it was the only thing I could tell myself, this would be it. You don't have to join a university. Yeah. Silly questions now. Best place to hang out at school? Is it the school field or is it the sixth form centre? I'll, I'll go first if you don't mind, Angus. I think at the well, at the moment, me and my friends kind of hang around the uh, the back exit to uh, the the sports hall. That's what I'm trying to say, which is a great spot. But you know, there are a lot of cars coming out of there because it is a car park. Yeah, it's not the it's, it's not a spot I would have picked, Toby. But that's that's your spot, is it? That's that's our kind of spot where we meet up in the morning and just kind of because you know everyone comes past there when they go to the sick form centre, so. That's where everyone kind of congregates. But no, in, in year 11, it used to be under library. So, yeah, which is... I so think you've gone from the library to buy, to buy the car park. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Angus? For me personally, I loved the junior library because mm. I love books. I, I still read to this day. So that was a real safe haven for me. Going on from that, uh, GCSEs, it was the library mostly, or walking around the field doing revision or homework or just sat there chatting quietly yeah uh, it was, was, was fantastic okay best school dinner is it is it pizza is it the roast Angus you paninis come up come on you Angus what, some good ones. the paninis are very good but my personal favorite would probably have to go to the jacket potato because I 
I'm a bit strange. I like my jacket potato with everything. <laughs> so I would have tuna, beans, and Ugh. cheese on my jacket potato. <laughs> which, which every time I'd get it and go past, I'd get a funny look from the, the ladies <laughs> in the cafeteria. But I found it was delicious. and, and um, well. Okay, yeah. the everything uh, jacket potato. The everything jacket potato and desserts. Yeah. I, I love the school crumbles. Oh, yes. The school crumbles are remarkably yep. good. Okay. Toby, what about you? I think we're going to go with Angus. Well, no, sorry. Jacket potatoes aren't quite good. However, the chicken joe wraps, I think, is uh, they are quite good. You get a little bit of the salad, the, you know, alongside the chicken, just a little bit of crunch. And then, because on, the, um, on the menus, we usually have like a, not necessarily fast food, but like, you know, uh, maybe a burger and chips on Fridays and like, you know, fish fingers or something like that on Fridays. That's always, you know, yeah, fast food kind of day. And yeah, chicken joe fast wraps. Food or, or fast food Friday. That's the one. Yeah, it's delicious, delicious. And the curries are also very good. Yeah, okay. So curry or fast food Friday. And then I think you've answered this, but I'm going to try, I'll, I'll see just mm-hmm. in case. Best school trip. Oh, best school trip, best school trip. Year 8 in Cumbria, obviously, that's a great one. You know, I've still got, I mean, I joined in year 7. Well, sorry, no, I've been at Ipswich School since nursery. So I've come all the way through and I have to say year 8 was good. But for me, being part of the senior prefect team, the senior prefect trip to Bradwell is great. Because if, if you do manage to become a senior prefect uh, or have the option to go for it because it's great there's a brilliant group of people but they're honestly they're all amazing just they're all amazing they're all oh, good I, like I, I know it sounds a bit <laughs> cheesy but they're all just so good honestly they're it's good. great yeah and angus surely for you it must be that physics trip i it, it that is definitively my favorite trip that i've been on but there are so many trips and opportunities that the school offer of that kind i i can't go without mentioning just a few of them let's hear them so of course the year eight trip uh, to cumbria is a fantastic trip and everyone loves that one uh, another favorite of mine was the physics department did a day trip to um switzerland to go and see the yeah to go and see the large hadron collider wow. which was a brilliant trip and last but not least the uh the devon trip mm. or at least what was the devon trip in uh, whilst i was at school was an absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. uh, fantastic opportunity and really one that brings all of you together and just kind of you build you you strengthen friendships in that trip and it's it's just a it was a really good one for me which is really interesting because the devon trip was brought in because the year eight trip was so popular yes so they're, they're like the kind of the top and tail of the they're, senior they school are, they are. okay well that's brilliant thank you both so much yeah. fascinating talking it's to been you a pleasure. yeah yeah it's been well, been a pleasure you. to you know talk about our experiences and you know what we have gone on to do well what angus has gone on to do and what i will be able to do so yeah it's a pleasure yeah well i i just just as a final thought i'll just mention how much i enjoy being where i am at the moment and the work that i'm doing and what i'm working towards is is i find it thrilling every day i find it fantastic um and the military it's it's not a bad idea. That's a, that's it's just a final thought. It's so lovely to meet someone who really, really loves their job. Brilliant. Well, what, what, what a fantastic way to end. Thank you and goodbye. Yes, goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much.
So that was Angus, former pupil, and Toby from Year 13. Thank you so much to both of you for coming on to this episode of the podcast. Now, if you have any questions following anything that you've heard, then you can reach the school by visiting www.ipswich.school. But also, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so that you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.